Welcome to the Hill Pursuit Podcast, where we talk about training and life. Enjoy the show. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Hill Pursuit Podcast. It's been way too long. It is March. Jeez, it's painful to say it. March 31, 2022. This is episode 54. I'm Hayden. This is Mitch and Mitch. Dude, it's been a long time coming, but it's nice to be back um, recording an episode. How's things? Yeah, what's up, bro? Yeah, way too long, dude. I think we've been back and forth, like, trying to get together, and it's not like we just totally forgot about it. It's just, uh, it's been a while. We can make any excuse under the sun, but yeah, man, it's good. I actually just got back from a little weight vest walk. Nice. Um, So, uh, nothing crazy, but yeah, um, do you want to dive into the little intro? Yeah, yeah. That's sweet. I want to hear more about the weight vest walk. But anyways, yeah, if you're listening, uh, I guess, first of all, you know, sorry, we're not we're not putting out that that uh, typical frequency of podcast episodes, but we are really happy that you're still listening. So thanks for being here. Thanks for listening. Um, If you want to find us, you can find us at Hill Pursuit on Facebook and Instagram. We have a, um, a daily fitness blog at Hill Pursuit. Dot com. Uh, you can access um, any and all blog posts. Um, you can access any and all podcast episodes um, all through uh, all through the, uh, the website, hillpursuit.com. The podcast actually streams on a few different platforms, Podbean, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. So if you like this one, Check out all the others. We have 53 others in addition to this one, which is great. And we are going to uh, continue to put out um, as much as best as we can with frequency, put out some good content for you to, to continue following along. So um, I guess lastly, if you have anything for us, any conversational uh, talking points or anything, hillpursuit.gmail.com. And I think at this point, I probably botched that intro worse than I ever have in the history of intros, but it's been long enough that I think I hit everything and, you know, we're just glad you're here listening. And um, like I said, we'll get back on the, the frequency train and, and keep things rolling. Actually, you know, I remember why we took uh, an, a break initially and um, we're close to resolving a, a small problem we had, but we, um, we were having some technical difficulties with our last episode. So if you made it past 53 and you're here at 54, that's a credit to you because 53 was a little jacked up um, in terms of the audio. So we're working through it a little bit. We have plans for better audio and we have, uh, we have some accessories. We just have to figure out exactly what we're doing and, and toy around with some things. But um, that's one thing that kind of kept us from, kept us out of it for a week or two. We were having some audio issues and then any and everything kind of crept into our lives with busy work and travel and kids and all kinds of stuff. So anyways, um, here we are. First of all, what's been going on? And uh, then tell me about your weight vest walk. Yeah, dude. So I'm just, uh, I think last time we have chatted on the podcast, I was still in 531. Um, yeah. So I'm, yeah, I'm in the uh, 412. I'm in like the back 12 weeks. So it was pushing nice. pretty. And well, uh, I was, my numbers jumped up pretty, 
I was very impressed by, you know, the outcome and I did put effort into the program, you know, so uh, I was pulling about four weeks ago and it's, and it's my own fault, man. I, uh, I had a tight time frame for, for training one night. So I was supposed to deadlift one night and I kind of just jumped in and, you know, we know better. And here's yeah. like one of the things, practice what you preach. And I didn't do it. And it, it, it came around and bit me. And uh, so I just started like working up without like a good warm up. And um, I uh, got, I forget what I was at, but my whole left glute like locked up. And um, I kind of been battling that. It's not an injury. It's just, I can't get, it's, I got a huge knot in my left glute and I haven't been able to squat or deadlift heavy since. Um, it's not, like I said, it's not an injury. It's just, it's huge, big time. It's yeah, a big yeah. kind of, kind of worked its way up into my back. So I actually have a massage tonight to hopefully work that up, work that out. So I, uh, I, uh, just kind of been working around that. And, you know, I think that's a, that's kind of a good point. You know, I've been, I've been working, we won't go down the rabbit hole, but, uh, like I've been working away around that. It's like, I can't really squat heavy. I've just been doing like some real heavy sled pushes. Um, still getting like the, some lower body work in, I'm not neglecting it. And then like today I just, uh, I just kind of took my dog for a walk with my wife and, threw on the weight vest uh, it was like 40 nice. pounds 50 pounds and just walked for about a half hour so that's great yeah dude it's important to do that sometimes and change it up real mm -hmm. quick what uh that's i mean that's great dude you're getting a massage tonight i mean what what's the what's the intention intention uh behind the massage like is this a recovery thing are you hoping it gets worked out like I think recovery is just ridiculously important. Obviously I know you do too. So just kind of speak to that. Like, what are you hoping to get out of this massage? What's the point? Yeah, dude. So it's kind of funny. Um, my wife had booked us a massage for today. It was actually like an anniversary type thing. Oh, Happened okay. to book it. Well, yeah, well, it's, it kind of worked out. It couldn't have worked out more, more yeah. perfect than it is because it was, it was pre-booked tonight. And when I start, I had, this isn't the first time I had these issues with my low back and my, like my glute, like I've never had the glute tighten up like this with the low back, but I always will go get a massage for like recovery. And it always gets, that always seems to be like the, uh, the remedy that will work it out. So it just kind of happened to fall where I'm a little bit jacked up and I, just by coincidence, I had one scheduled for tonight. So I probably would have scheduled one regardless um you either if that wasn't in the plans already because that's usually like a recovery i i wish i i wish i would do it more on like a preventative thing but i usually don't schedule one until i'm already jacked up yeah yeah i know what you mean i'm kind of the same way like i never think to schedule a massage or like a a visit to a chiropractor or whatever until, until you feel something going wrong and then it's like well crap it's too late now but I'm also weird with massages. Like I don't, it's just, I don't like people touching me, but maybe that's my, maybe that's my own personal problem, but yeah, probably I, is. <laughs> I do know there's, I do know there's a ton of benefit to it. And I've been to chiropractors before and that's, there's been some benefit to that as well. So yeah, that's awesome, dude. I hope they work out whatever they can deep tissue stuff or anything muscular. I hope they figure it out for you. That's pretty sweet, but well, cool. Um, I guess a little, uh, life update for me <clears throat> participating in this research study. I don't even think it started when we last shot a podcast. I'm not, honestly, I don't even remember, but the research study looks at 30 consecutive days of high carb diet 
and then 30 consecutive days of low carb diet. Um, on the high carb, your fat intake is really low. On the low carb, your fat intake is really high. So basically a high carb diet and then the ketogenic diet, you do it, you do each one for 30 days, looking at some performance metrics, looking at some blood work, um, looking at what, you know, if your body is actually getting into ketosis and you're shifting to, you know, uh, fat metabolism predominantly. And, um, that's where I'm at now. I'm in the, I'm in the, the ketogenic phase of the study. I finished the, um, the high carb 30 days, super easy to do. Um, <laughs> just have to eat, you know, more oats and potatoes and waffle protein waffles and rice and pastas and breads. I mean, it's really, really easy to eat high carb. It's also really easy to eat crappy high carb. So you have to be a little careful with how you're doing that. But anyways, that's, that's come and gone. And it was pretty, pretty easy. I think my performance improved a little bit, but I'm kind of blinded um, when I'm in the lab doing testing. He doesn't let the researcher doesn't let you see how fast you're running. So it's kind of hard to tell the two tests that are performance are a one mile time trial as fast as you can on a treadmill, but you can't see where you're at. And then a, um, a session that includes six consecutive 800 meter sprints with three minutes in between. And they're getting a bunch of blood in between each, um, in between each set lactate, blood glucose, blood ketones, maybe some other things, but I think that's predominantly it. Um, and again, can't really tell, um, if I did much better, but, um, the diet was pretty easy. So now I'm on like day eight of the ketogenic diet and we have to take our blood ketones every couple days, see if we're in ketosis. Dude, I was in ketosis after day three, which I'm, I'm pretty surprised because most research will indicate that you'll start to get close to it, but you won't really be in ketosis until five day five or six. When you, when you shift over, there's also, um, this thing called the keto flu, which kind of just refers to feeling really drained in a couple, in a, uh, for a couple consecutive days in terms of your training. Um, and I'll be honest, you're also not supposed to, when you shift over, um, you're not supposed to do like high intensity stuff. You're supposed to take it easy and let your body adapt to running on ketones instead of glucose. So, um, that was kind of hard to deal with, but I think that's come and gone. Um, two days ago, I had two consecutive horrible sessions, like real bad, to the point where I like almost quit the session. I was that fatigued and just, it, it was just rough, really, really hard. One of them was in the pool and one of them was on the bike. And those are workouts that I've done, you know, hundreds of times, like similar structure. But then yesterday and today both felt pretty good. So I think I'm out of that, but, uh, you know, as my body's still transitioning to, you know, um, ketones for fuel, it's, it's possible I could have a couple more days and have about 20 more days on the diet. So it's cool. Like I'm learning a lot. I'm learning about healthy fats and some snacks that are good options. Like 
the diet is pretty sweet. I'm going to be honest. It's eggs and bacon in the morning <laughs> and then um, either uh, salmon so or salmon or some other fatty fish. So pretty much just salmon. Um, tilapia is not bad, but salmon for the most part or uh, steak, you know, and I love eating both of those anyways. So it's pretty easy for me at dinner time. It's really, really simple, which is awesome. And um, I'm actually eating more of what I like for dinner than I, than I had been on the high carb, just because I just love eating steak and fish and um, chicken isn't quite fatty enough, but you know, yeah. it's definitely low carb, but it's not quite fatty enough. So steak and steak and salmon are the better options. So that's kind of where I, where I keep it. And then I have some, I have like a, a really high fat, um, almost like a high fat, but protein shake at the end of the day as well, just to make sure I'm getting enough fat. And I load that with calories as well. So, um, dude, I'm eating the keto diet on about 3,500 calories. So, um, that's great for me because that's exactly like, that's about what I burn 3,500 to 4,000. So, there's a little bit of weight loss that happens immediately in the first week because you're kind of, you're shifting from glucose and glucose holds water. So, um, you lose about five pounds almost immediately without even like blinking. So I'm down five pounds in a week, but that's kind of expected when you make that initial shift has yeah. nothing to do with calories. It's really just water, but, um, I'm hoping I stable, stabilize and just kind of maintain, maybe lose a little bit because sometimes it's just kind of tough to get all those calories. But, um, when you need them, it's not hard to get them. And today I had like a, I had like a two hour session today. So I'm definitely on the higher end of calories today. I'm probably going to be like 3,800, but my whole daily burn is going to easily be over 4,000. So um, uh, you know, I'm definitely <laughs> eating because I can, I'm just like doing it a little, a little fattier and, um, it's cool. Like I'm learning a lot and I'm looking forward to seeing how I feel like more long-term. Like I might, I may extend the diet maybe another month, honestly, just to, just to see some longer term effects and see if, just see what happens. Um, it you, get, you get to like fill in with like vegetables. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so your low carb, uh, your low, lower carb stuff. So like broccoli, cauliflower. Yeah. Um, so I have broccoli, cauliflower, and then I have cauliflower rice every night as well. Yeah. And it's not like you can have unlimited amounts, but about a cup of each is good. Mm -hmm. That's pretty sweet. That's cool. Yeah. No, I think, I think the last time we had talked, you were in the high carb phase. Yeah. Um, I looked back at the date of our last episode. I think that's probably right. I probably like just started the high carb somewhere mm. in there, but anyway. yeah, I, remember, I remember us talking. It's like, it's pretty much what you ate normally. It's just, you increase the carb and had to cut a couple like eggs out or something. Yep, exactly. Yeah. I had to keep the protein down and now it's like my proteins back up a little bit, which is great. The, the biggest thing I have to look at now is just keeping carbs at 50 grams a day or under. Um, that's low. That's crazy. Yeah, it is low. And honestly, I'm at like, I range between like 42 and 48 grams. Do you even count like vegetables? Like you, are you even like have, really have to count everything? Yeah. Everything. yeah. I have to count this. Uh, this is a sparkling frost grapefruit water. 
it has uh, two carbs in it, have to count it. It's just something different to drink, but, um, you know, instead of water and I have to supplement with salts and electrolytes as well, actually, which is pretty sweet. Like definitely not an advertisement, but there's a company called LMNT element and they, they provide like powder supplements of salts and electrolytes. And as you're transitioning from a normal diet or what you normally eat to keto, it's encouraged that you do that so that you can maintain enough salt and, and electrolytes. So, um, you know, just so it doesn't affect your, I guess, hydration and, and, um, you know, metabolism that involves salt and water and, and things like that. So, um, that's been, uh, pretty nice too, because it's a different flavor. So, um, it makes you feel like you're drinking something when you're really not, there's no carbs in that, which is kind of cool. But, um, anyways, so yeah, training's been cool. I, I feel fine now, which is great. So, um, I'm within 10 weeks of, uh, my first 70.3, which I'm really excited about. One of my buddies texted me the other day. He's like, Hey, 10 weeks till Eagle man, which is the name of it. And I was like, dude, holy crap. Like 10 weeks away from one of my big races this year is kind of hard to believe, but where's um, that one? That one's in Maryland. Maryland. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, the Ohio one is a, about a month later, but, We're out of Maryland. um, in Maryland, it's in Cambridge. Cambridge. Yeah. In the chop tank river. Okay. So, and that's cool because that's one I did already. So, I'll have familiarity with the course and city and um, definitely hoping to PR that course, you know, all things considered if the, if the weather's nice and everything goes well, but um, yeah, 10 weeks away, but dude, here, I wanted to tell you this, this is pretty wild. So we had a, uh, we had a one repetition maximum like lab today in <laughs> at school. And one of my students is on the football team. And uh, he back squatted 625. Yeah. And that's legit. And he had more in him, but we didn't have more weight. <laughs> we didn't have more weight in the lab to, to put on the bar. That's legit. Yeah, it was it was crazy. That like is, that's legit. How was how was this? Is he a freshman, sophomore, junior, senior? Uh he's a junior and Unfortunately, he's like, you know, he's probably like five, nine, maybe five, ten. And, you know, if he had another six inches, he'd probably be division one. Like that's that's how good he is. It's it's unfortunate. Yeah. But, um, he like embarrasses the kids that that they play against. It's almost like laughable and you almost like feel really bad. Like that's how incredibly strong and powerful this kid is. So it was like really cool to see, you know, um, I'm talking to these kids about like how to spot the right way. And, you know, your spotter is technically supposed to be stronger than the lifter or really close. And I'm like, look, yeah. I'm going to do my best here to spot you. We'll see how it goes. But um, he, we actually have guards also. So we were fine if, if anything were to have happened. And I had people on the sides of the barbell too. So 
we were covering yeah. our bases to keep everything safe. But yeah, that bar was bending and uh, we didn't have any more room to put anything on or any more plates anyways. It's hey, crazy. The bar, if our bar ain't been and you pretended. That's what they, that's what I said to the kids. They're like, they're like, it's supposed to bend like that. Of course. Right. Cause they've never seen that before. I'm like, Hey, if it ain't bending, you're pretending. So. Hey, hey, on another note, man, actually on a serious note, um, you see, uh, Louis Simmons passed away. No, I didn't see that. Side barbell. Yeah, man. Uh, no, it was last week. Yeah. I figured we can't have the, uh, an exercise, uh, podcast without at least mentioning mentioning that so oh, people don't know who, people don't know who louis simmons is or was uh he was the founder of Westside barbell which is commonly referred to as the strongest gym in the world um, pretty much reigned supreme in powerlifting in all the united states um so definitely look him up uh he was a genius so i figure we have to at least uh shout there on that one yeah, man, that's crazy. I didn't, I didn't catch that. So, crazy guy. Yeah, I actually, I don't, yeah, I don't know if I ever told you this. I actually had the opportunity to meet him back when I oh, was really? an undergrad. Um, oh, I went out there and trained. Yeah, I actually went out there and trained two days, and um, yeah, it was pretty cool. It was like, hey, you have this guy that's like a world-renowned powerlifting coach, and he'll talk to you like he know he's known you for years. So, yeah. That, that's, uh, that's cool. Yeah, that is really neat. Um, that's, so, yeah, a good, yeah. that's a good experience. I don't know if you heard it out there. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, no, I, I hadn't heard that. So um, that's wild. But yeah, I mean, he's he's kind of, uh, yeah. and that gym, you know, just Westside in general has laid so much framework for programs and the way that people train you know everywhere it's crazy yeah. so um mm. that's that's pretty nuts no i did not know that but um i guess also in in other news we have the potential to see each other again in about a week if if things work out and we're both uh well i'm definitely going to be there but if you're if you're free i guess but um yeah we have another strength and conditioning clinic that we're hopefully attending and it's, you know, out in the Philly area, which is awesome. Um, we worked pretty, pretty hard to get this one together for the last, honestly, like a year, which is wild. Um, I know you're, you don't have Facebook or social media, but I've been like posting videos of some of the coaches who are coming to speak and trying to advertise with like, the continuing ed credits that you get and um, all kinds of things. Anyways, in the past like couple weeks, the attendance of the clinic went from like 28 to like over a hundred. So I'm just like, uh, I think you're muted. I'm just like, um, anyway, I'm just like ecstatic that it jumped that high. That's crazy. dude. I know like we had about a hundred some at our combined clinic where it was three States. And, um, this one's just the Pennsylvania clinic. And I'm just, I'm just super, super excited that we're over a hundred and, you know, with, uh, about a week left, it's definitely going to grow. I mean, we're going to have last minute people and we yeah. might be upwards of 120, 130. It's just, that's just incredible. So, 
Um, I'm really excited about that. And we have some awesome, uh, we have some awesome speakers lined up too, who, who actually talk about, who are talking about a couple of the topics that we talk about a lot. So we have some guys talking about like velocity based training, which I know about, but we haven't talked about it, which is cool. So I'm hoping that we learn a little bit more and we, maybe we can bring that back here, but we have a guy talking a little bit about five, three, one, believe that or not, which is pretty crazy. And we have uh, what's the other topic I wanted to mention that we, since we talk about it, uh, darn it. Well, it's about kids and overhead pressing and something like that. I forget, I forget one of the other ones that we, we talk about from time to time, but really cool stuff coming up. And um, just, of course, another opportunity for us to hang out too. And, and uh, you know, talk about, talk about Hill Pursuit, what's going on. And, you know, hopefully we have some new things coming down the line here as well, which is pretty sweet. So um, yeah, hoping that that works out, but Anyways, what else you got going on? We got a, a, a brief little podcast episode here, and we'll probably wrap up here soon. But you got anything else? No, yeah, I'm definitely gonna do my best to get up there. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm definitely gonna try. It's, I looked at the lineup you sent it to me today. It seems seems pretty sweet, and that's awesome with the attendance as well. Um, yeah, but no, that's uh, I don't have anything else, man. We'll, we can't let it go this long. We'll try to get back in our groove and uh, and keep the ball rolling. Yeah. Hey, maybe we can get one when we're, if we're there together, that'd be cool. But Sweet. anyways, um, anything else before we wrap it up? No, that's it, man. Yeah, that was fun. I'm glad we, I'm glad we found time even for just like a little quick one. I'm glad, I'm glad we found time to kind of get back in the groove. This was um, episode 54. If you want to access all of the other episodes and you should 53 other episodes, they're streaming on Spotify, Podbean, Google podcasts, and you can find all the links to those episodes on our website, hillpursuit.com. So please do that. Also, find us on um, find us on social, Facebook, Instagram at Hill Pursuit. And, and you know, lastly, we'd love to to start a conversation and shoot us an email or message, question, any content stuff, whatever you got. Um, hillpursuit at gmail.com, and we'd love to just kind of connect with you guys. So. Um, that's all we got for today thank you guys for listening please keep following along share like subscribe do all that stuff and we will catch you again soon for the next